Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Bet the Edge here on Tuesday, February 8th, getting ready for Super Bowl Sunday just five days away. We appreciate you joining us here on the YouTube channel, taking a look at scenics around Los Angeles. Santa Monica Pier went to Manhattan Beach yesterday. We're showing gorgeous visuals. With Drew Densick, I'm Sarah Perlman. We appreciate you joining us here live from LA Radio Row. Super fun show for you today. Drew and I are going to break down the right time to buy into some props and specifically why it's better to wait on some and one in particular. We also have Denny Carter coming on in just a few minutes from a good football show, and he's going to stop by and help us analyze the prop market, specifically with wide receivers. We're going to get into all of the lines tied to Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, and T. Higgins. And, of course, we have our edge of the day, our best bet, and a lot more coming up here on Bet the Edge, powered by PointsBet. Now, Drew and I are going to get into all our plays in just a minute, but let's just take a look at our incredible guest coming up later this week, Drew. On Wednesday, Mike Golick Sr., former defensive lineman now with ESPN, coming on. Steve Smith Sr., Jay Croucher, Thomas Dimitrov. Then on Thursday, our guy Warren Sharp with some picks, Jeff Schwartz and Von Delzell. And on Friday, crowded epic show, Jerry Rice, Jay Croucher, Eric Seeger, and wrestler Seth Rollins. What a crew coming on this week on Bet the Edge, Drew. Yeah, it's fantastic, and uh, you know, huge, uh, huge thanks to the folks at the Intercontinental last night. They took great care of us and our whole party. Uh, the whole NBC uh, Sports Edge team, uh, really just uh, doing it right here in Los Angeles for the Super Bowl. So it's been a ton of fun so far, and we're only like day two of what is going to be an all-time great week. So we just showed really pretty scenic shots of Santa Monica. Went there earlier in the week, gorgeous. Yesterday, I went to Manhattan Beach after work, wanted to get some sunshine and work out, and you were at the bar having a lot of Manhattans just Manhattans I went to the beach and you had the cocktail yeah I mean uh, it's rare to get together with some of the folks from across the space we all come all across the country and uh, of course with uh, our good friend PFF Eric uh, drinking Manhattans at the Intercontinental last night it was a ton of fun um, almost as much fun as watching our beloved Toronto Raptors cover and, and win and cover with relative ease, I thought. Uh, that was a great game last night. We're back to winning ways in the NBA, so uh, hopefully we'll get another one tonight. No, we had a ton of fun yesterday and continuing the fun here on the show. Great call in the NBA. We're the only people to go, and not the only people, but a few, to go live from Radio Row in Los Angeles getting ready for the Super Bowl, yet Drew continues to handicap and crush the NBA. So we'll have to get a play from you in just a little bit. But because we have such an awesome and crowded lineup throughout the rest of the week here on Bet the Edge, let's get into some of the props that, that we're looking at. To. Just you and I, we went through them yesterday, and this is a really fun time to get into the right time to buy into these markets. So typically, Drew, and as we could talk about, the best time to bet overs is earlier in the week. 
for this game. You want to get into the unders, let's wait till they're bet up. Maybe wait till Saturday, even Sunday morning, and get involved. But let's begin with, with a prop I'm intrigued with, and it's Kendall Blanton backup tight end uh, for the Rams because Tyler Higbee is dealing with this MCL sprain. There's some uncertainty surrounding him for this game. So right now, the only prop available on points spent for Blanton is an anytime touchdown plus 250. Is this a prop you're interested in? And in general, what do you think the right timeline for him is? Okay, so if you've learned nothing else from listening to our show over the last year, yeah. market entry and timing your market entry is exceptionally important. You want the best possible price, and really that comes down to understanding the dynamics of the market. And as you laid out, uh, there will be steam this week, and certain player props, certain um, you know, uh, certain angles will be talked about, will be bet, and the uh, you know you absolutely want the best of the number. And so in general, uh, I feel like Higby is trending out. I don't have any inside information on this. I haven't been to, uh, you know, into into the uh, training room and seeing what kind of shape he's in. Um, but uh, I suspect uh, that ultimately Blanton is going to be a decent part of their offense, and Higby will not be uh, available because of the MCL sprain. And honestly, Kendall Blanton was it was electric against the 49ers. He was so good. And I would expect that uh, realistically his uh, anytime touchdown prop probably closes in the under plus 200 range. So if you want plus 250, I think you have to get involved before we get official news. Everyone knows I love a good anytime touchdown prop bet. Everyone who listens to this show, this is one that I'm all over. Surprised it was the same odds as Tyler Higby for the reasons you mentioned. Higby's now missed practice two consecutive days. We'll find out today exactly what the status of, of uh, Tyler Higby is. But just looking now at Blanton's already done. Caught a seven-yard touchdown pass against the, the Buccaneers in the divisional round. He's caught all seven targets thrown his way in the playoffs. All seven, 75 yards. And then he's facing a Cincinnati defense that allowed the fifth most receiving yards to tight ends throughout the regular season. Gave up eight touchdowns to tight ends throughout the regular season. Kendall Blanton for me, plus 250, a bet now. Fantastic look, honestly. And uh, if you don't already realize, like the tight end role in the Sean McVay offense is, he will always be open. I mean, realistically, <laughs> there are just too many good athletic bodies and there's too, they create so much space with the way that they uh, do their pre-snap motion and the, the, the route running is excellent. So Blanton, anytime touchdown, I'm involved. Let's go. Okay, here's another one. Let's get into a prop with Joe Mixon, his total yards, rushing plus receiving by the way set at 90 and a half if you want to look at his uh his rushing yards 65 and a half and 25 and a half receiving yards therefore three and a half receptions is his over under for super bowl sunday what intrigues you about joe mixon and this is a bet now or wait for you yeah so uh i like the over so for me this is a bet now um let's talk about mixon's role specifically in this offense uh you know he has in general evolved from sort of the lead back from a uh, rushing standpoint and lately involved in the passing offense through the first about 12 weeks of the season. Later in the season, they pivoted and they started using him much more in the passing game. You saw his targets tick up from one or two per game to four, five, six, seven per game. And that actually coincided with, as they were facing more difficult competition, better defensive lines, notably the Tennessee Titans defensive line, which generated pressure on virtually every single snap that Joe Burrow dropped back. And what did he do? He evolved, He ultimately uh, evolved his game. They utilized Mixon more in the screen game. He was much, I think he had seven targets in that one, caught six passes and I really would expect a very similar type of role for him in this game uh, in general the Rams 
defense, especially at the second level. Not the greatest tackling. You saw that with the busted touchdown that Debo Samuel scored in the NFC Championship game. I think Mixon busts one uh, here. Uh, you know, get, gets a, a reasonably long uh, reception in this game, either from a screen or just a designed pass play. And uh, I think he hits his receiving yards over. Uh, what's nice about why to bet his total 90 and a half is that insulates you from the game state. Right. You, you know, I'm kind of talking about what happens if the Bengals are either losing or if, you know, they, they if they're trying in comeback mode and the defensive line is doing well. If the rushing attack uh, ends up being the premier focus for them because they are leading, then you are insulated by taking the total rushing plus receiving prop. No, I love this look. I'm going to get into more of Joe Mixon's look at the end of the show for Edge of the Day. But just, you know, looking at a fun prop that's involved with Joe Mixon, I talked about taking Cam Akers under rushing yards yesterday. That was a play for me. You could take a head-to-head -head for more rushing yards. Mixon minus 110, Akers minus 120. I also like Joe Mixon in his over for rushing yards. Right now is the time to bet into it, sitting at 65 and a half. This was already bet up a few yards earlier in the week, and it's the game state for me, right? We both think that the Rams pretty much have an edge. You want to keep the Rams off the field? keep their offense off the field, run the ball, control the clock a little bit more. And that leads to Joe Mixon getting more carries. 48 rushing yards versus Las Vegas, 54 rushing yards versus Tennessee, monstrous game versus Kansas City, 88 rushing yards for Joe Mixon. Like him in the past catching game as well. So seems like if you like Joe Mixon and the over, now is the time to bet. Yep, I agree. That's going one way and it is up. So again, getting the best of the number is important. And I think realistically, uh, 90 and a half, that probably closes in the 94 and a half range. Well, we got to take an under. As much as I love overs, we got to take a look at some unders. This would be a wait. I'll tell everyone now watching. Odell Beckham Jr. getting a lot of love in the betting market this week. Our guy Jay Croucher came on, head trader at Points Bet yesterday, saying there's been a ton of steam taking the over for OBJ, and we understand why. He's gone over 65 and a half receiving yards in each of his last two games, and that's where his prop sits for Super Bowl Sunday. He's plus 130 anytime touchdown. His uh, over under for receptions, five and a half half drew if you'd like to bet the under weight over now what is your read on OBJ and how he will perform on Sunday yeah so you kind of threw me for a loop there because you said you understand why it's being bet over I don't really actually <laughs> I'm not exactly sure what the love a lot is of here. love yeah, he's what? very famous and a lot of betters especially public betters that want to get involved they see OBJ everywhere in the media okay. and what he's done lately okay. coming off of a monstrous 113 yards <laughs> two weeks ago in the NFC championship game that's a great point and uh, okay, that makes more sense. Um, I personally don't think that he is going to be as critical in terms of his role in this game as the market is currently implying. I think you, you're seeing this steam up from 60 and a half to 65 and a half as it has been one way action to the over so far. And uh, I, I agree. I think we can take the under and we wait and wait this out and see how high it gets before we come uh, come to to uh, to make our bets on that one. But uh, yeah, under for um, Odell Beckham Jr. I think uh, our edge projection of 61 yards, that's pretty fair. And so the fact that you're already getting four and a half yards there, uh, uh, and that uh, that is trending in the uh, in the upward direction is positive in my opinion. Drew, rely on you for a lot of things. And my next question for this prop in particular, it's at 65 and a half. This has been bet up a few yards. Could have got it at 59 and a half earlier in the week. That's six yards of movement towards the over. Where do you think this lands? Can this go yeah. up? 
much yeah, higher? Yeah, 68 and a half seems reasonable. I mean, it, you know, they're, they're taking one-way action on these, and and uh, on, and realistically, um, you know, I, I think most of the under money will come in late. So, the, you know, I, I can see this continue to go up. I think it'll probably close, or at least we'll get a shot at 68 and a half before it comes back down. So that's a way to grab the under. The other two, if you like overs, the time to bet is now leading up to the game. The Bengals and Rams, the last two teams remaining in the playoffs, and NBC Sports Edge Plus is giving you a special offer. Get 15% off an Edge Plus annual subscription throughout the playoffs when you use the promo code PLAYOFF15. Get every tool for every game at one low price. It is easier than ever to play and wager with confidence when you have NBC Sports Edge Plus. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Now, a guy that's part of the NBC Sports Edge Plus team, our guy, Denny Carter from A Good Football Show. What's going on, Denny? Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I've been talking about Bengals receivers so much this year that <laughs> I, I feel like this is just a, a, a natural shift for me uh, during Super Bowl week. You know, I was going to start with Bengals receivers, but there's a guy we haven't showed much love on the show to, and that's Cooper Cup, ironically enough. I don't know how we haven't spent much time, but taking a look at his over-under for receptions and his receiving yards, it's monstrous right now. Eight and a half receptions, 105 and a half receiving yards so before we get to your Bengals wide receivers that you've talked about a lot this season yeah. let's head to Cooper Cup and, and, and how you think he'll play a role in this game yeah you know I, I'm torn on uh, the over-unders for Cup in this game I think the Bengals will have to push the Rams in order for Cup to clear his reception total of eight and a half uh, I'm much more comfortable with the the receiving yardage total of 105 and a half. Uh, here's why. There's some stats I have from you know recent uh, you know the recent shift the Rams have made toward the run. Uh, Cup has uh, failed to clear 106 yards in just seven of his 20 games, uh, but in two of his last five games he's failed to clear the eight and a half receptions, and that's because of the the Rams going uh, further toward the run. They have a 49% pass rate while leading since week 15. Uh, you know. If the Bengals can get a lead, I think Cup will blow away both of those. I don't think that's likely, so I would go under on his receptions, but I would feel very comfortable going over on 105 and a half receiving yards. That's fantastic. I mean, uh, it's I tend to stay away from the overs in general just because 
through the years, you've kind of gotten it beaten into your brain that the prop market just, you know, there's plus right. EV on the unders. But uh, Cooper Cup kind of breaks all the models. Yes. I mean, really, you can't come up with a, a fair price on, uh, you know, what he could ultimately do in this game, particularly, you know, given his outstanding performance of late. Uh, you think he has any reasonable shot to uh, take on the MVP in this one? Yes. I mean, you know, I think in a back and forth game, I would say that he's kind of close to a slam dunk for MVP because uh, the Bengals secondary is not, uh, you know, intimidating in any way. Uh, you know, they, they are burnable. We saw, for instance, Tyreek Hill was on his way to seemingly a huge game uh, last week, um, creating huge amounts of separation. I think Cup can do that same thing against this against this Bengals secondary. And uh, if if the Rams do have to pass more than I think they will, I think that he's a slam dunk there. Yeah, just taking a look at the MVP favorites on the graphic we're showing above. Matt Stafford, plus 125, leading the market. Joe Burrow, plus 220. And then we see Cooper Cup at plus 450 points bet. The market leaders in that certainly believe in Cooper Cup yeah. for all the reasons you mentioned, has a realistic shot at winning the MVP. I teased it when you came on. we got to get into the Bengals receivers. Now, this is a plethora of receivers you've talked about a ton throughout the season. Now they've made it to the Super Bowl. So let's begin with their star and Jamar Chase for probably going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Sorry to bring that up to myself and Drew again, but he's had a monstrous season. Sure. And I look at his over-under for receptions. That's sitting at five and a half, 80 and a half receiving yards, his total in that market. Um, Jamar Chase, someone that you've you know talked about, as I said, and, and have certainly liked in the fantasy space yeah. throughout the season. Is this his his time to shine yet again on the next level on the Super Bowl stage or are there other receivers that you think can take looks away from him? Yeah, I, I think it really depends on how Jalen Ramsey is used, if he's going to shade toward Jamar Chase, if he's going to shadow him. You know, Ramsey doesn't really shadow receivers, but if there is any receiver that you want to shadow, it's probably Jamar Chase. I, I feel a little bit uh, queasy about saying this, but <laughs> I do I do like the under on Jamar Chase, even though he's third in the league behind only Cup and uh, I believe Tyree Kill in yards after the catch. I do like the under on his receiving yards. I like the over on his receptions, a five and a half, um, because I think that the Bengals will continue what they did against the Chiefs in the AFC title game. Uh, in that game, this is per pro football focuses, Seth Galina, uh, during the second half and overtime of that game against Kansas City, Burrow averaged just 4.3 yards per pass attempt on 15 non-screen, non-RPO dropbacks. Um, so I think that that creates a lot of short receptions for you know for Chase, who is still the primary receiver, obviously. Um, so I like him going well over that five and a half. I'm not sure about the yardage. Okay, fascinating. Uh, interestingly, we have not seen a ton of steam on this market, even though 71% of the bet count, 59% of the handle to the over so far uh, for Jamar Chase. I'm curious uh, if. Are there enough? Uh, is there enough of a, a share to go around for a guy like Chase and a guy like Higgins both to hit their overs in this game, uh, and uh, and or does that open up an opportunity to come at uh, T Higgins unders? So I, I think if you're going to take um, the overs on, you know, on Cooper Cup, I think that you, you also have to take the overs on these guys because the Bengals will be pushed and they will have to you know sort of abandon the run, which they they don't want to do, I don't think, and and they don't like to do. But if they if they do, it is a relatively condensed target tree with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Higgins at five and a half receptions is I think that's a, a little much. I mean, I know he's had six and seven catches over his past two games, but before that, uh, he had only cleared six receptions in one of six games. You know, his usage is kind of all over the place. His uh, you know we've talked a lot about on a good football show, uh, T. Higgins yard, uh, yards per route run and um, targets per route run. 
has has just bounced around wildly this season. So I think that that's a that's a little bit of a volatile number there. Um, I do I do kind of like his over on receiving yards though because through through it all his yards per target uh, and his a dot has stayed stable around 10.5 as Burrow has shifted to this quick hitting game. So I think that he can go over without going over on his uh, he can go over on his receiving without going over on his receptions. Okay, threading the needle there. Yeah, yeah. Looking at T Higgins, <laughs> so the last two games has been stellar versus Kansas City, six receptions, 103 receiving yards versus Tennessee, rather uh, seven receptions, 96 yards. T Higgins been a big part of this offense and their two wins so far, and those last two wins rather. <laughs> I mentioned that I love the anytime touchdown prop, mm-hmm. and that's the thing I'm getting involved with for Kendall Blanton. But we just <laughs> talked about all of the receivers and a few. Of them for the Cincinnati Bengals looking right now Jamar Chase plus 105 anytime touchdown score T Higgins plus 135 mm-hmm. and then of course Tyler Boyd sitting at plus 190 do any of these bets for any anytime touchdown score intrigue you Denny uh, you know the, uh, the the Chase and Higgins have had actually weirdly uh, very similar red zone usage this year they they're tied uh, with seven targets apiece inside the 10 yard line so th- there's not really an edge there for Chase too much except for that, you know, Burrow has looked to him more often uh, down the stretch, like when, when games are tight in the playoffs. So I, I guess I would lean Chase there. I am I'm very interested in the Tyler Boyd anytime touchdown prop because uh, if C.J. Uzama is out, C.J. Uzama was third on the Bengals in uh, red zone targets. So if he's out, I think that opens up more opportunity and possibly more usage for Tyler Boyd near the end zone. Um, and at, at 190, I, I would lean that way over the others. No, that checks out. And honestly, I'm not sure Chase has the size to be the red zone guy in this game. And uh, we've seen the most bet Bengal for anytime touchdown is Chase at plus 105. Mixon currently minus 110 for anytime touchdown. Higgins plus 175. Hopefully, none of them score a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, if you're part of the Ramley, you want none of those guys in the end zone. Denny, before we let you go, I am yeah. curious. What's your prediction on this game? Doesn't have to be an educated <laughs> prediction. I just want to know who you think is winning the Super Bowl. Uh, hopefully, I can provide some educated uh, prediction here. I I like the Rams to win in a relatively low-scoring affair. I I don't think that the Bengals uh, can get it done against this Rams defense. I I think that they can kind of uh, you know pick their way down the field a little bit, dink and dunk. But I think the Rams can shut down their big playability, and and that's and that's where they've lived, really. You know that that's that's how they've succeeded down the stretch here. Everyone, do yourself a favor. Follow Denny on Twitter at cdcarter13 and give him and Pat Darty a listen on a good football show. Uh, and they're here all week on Radio Row doing their thing and their show. Denny, we appreciate the time. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Download the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by PointsBet and enter Wednesday's free NBA Pick and Roll Contest for a chance to win $50,000. This week, we're highlighting matchups between the Bulls and Hornets, Timberwolves and Kings, and Lakers and Trailblazers. So if you don't have the Predictor app yet, download it now. Let's talk about the NBA for a second. My guy, Drew. Handicaps the NBA probably better than anyone I know. In fact, better than anyone I know. Well, that's nice. Well, I'm being honest. <laughs> then it's not because I don't know other any um, any other NBA handicappers. <laughs> I only know two, and you're better than the other one. Um, no, in all seriousness, you've had a really successful season, and, and people, even though we're at Radio Row, do ask for your NBA plays and your model and your looks, and I'm one of them. So uh, I'm curious to hear where you're going tonight. Awesome and, and monstrous Toronto Raptors win last night and cover, of course. Yeah. Got a nice NBA slate. Where are we looking? It is a nice NBA slate. Um, it's 
It's not Don't. a tough one. Uh, there's one that stands out, but this is going to be a controversial pick to those of you who have followed the show. I'm going against the Suns. No, you're not. I am. This is about as bad of a spot you can ask for as you look across the entire Suns schedule. Honestly, like uh, of all 82 games, this is the one that really stands out as they are put in the most peril. And uh, let's just talk about what the Suns have done. They are clearly the best team in the NBA. No one denies this. We are all very, very much part of the Suns, uh, you know, having this amazing season to this point. However, uh, they played in Atlanta on Thursday. They played in Washington on Saturday. They played in Chicago last night. If you didn't get a chance to see that game, it was an extremely hard fought win for them. They won by three. Market closed at six and a half there. So realistically, we know that the market is as high as it has ever been on the Suns. And uh, now they turn around with a quick turnaround from Chicago last night to Philadelphia tonight. This is the most fatigue that they have experienced to this point in the season. They are going to be absolutely tested. Uh, and I think the Sixers are coming in with a relatively uh, almost a perfectly healthy squad Matisse Thybul the only guy that is questionable for the Sixers in this contest now he matters like his defensive role in this game is going to be hugely important particularly if he can sh shut down Chris Paul and his ability to create but uh, I like the 76ers in this one at minus one uh, they're relatively rested they have the huge rest advantage in this contest and uh, I would have made this one Sixers minus three so I'm going to lay it with the uh, with Philly was going to ask fair price so you would lay it up to three if money starts coming in on the 76ers feel comfortable yes and actually like speaking of that in particular if there was a natural rest spot for phoenix if they were going to like surprise a lot of our guys are not playing tonight this is the game they're going to do it so uh we could see some uh potential chaos in this market if there are some some surprises in terms of player availability right now 58 percent of the spread handle coming in on the philadelphia 76ers the rest advantage in your angle has obviously been extremely uh, positive and, and, <laughs> and successful this season. So we'll ride with that. I'm, I am a little shocked you're going against the Phoenix Suns, but in this spot, yeah, can't take your team every single time. No, and honestly, like if you're going to bet regularly throughout the, uh, you know, throughout the years, ultimately you can't be um, beholden to one team or one player or you know you have to be as long to as it possible. doesn't affect you getting the Suns tattoo. I can care less when you fade them <laughs> could care less. It's making money and you still get the Phoenix Suns tattoo at the end of the season. That's all that matters for me. Okay, my edge of the day. Let's go with another prop. Let's do We've it. already talked to some, about some of them earlier in the show. Got some notes here. Joe Mixon, this opened at three and a half, his reception prop for Super Bowl Sunday. I'm taking the over. Our edge projection, by the way, model agrees with my look. Looking uh, now projecting 5.1 catches. Joe Mixon, let's look at his postseason games and what he's done. Four catches versus Las Vegas. Six catches versus Tennessee. And that's why I like this prop the most, because we talked about it earlier. When Joe Burrow was under pressure, what was it, eight, nine sacks against Tennessee? Yep. Got the ball out quickly yep. to his guy, Joe Mixon, looking at a very quick option. And that's what he provides, and he's going to be under a ton of pressure. Von Miller, Aaron Donald coming after Joe Burrow. So three and a half catches, rather, I think is an awesome look. And if you look at his target count, it's increased a ton as of late, Drew. Yes. Over the last five games, Joe Mixon averaging 5.8 targets, over 43 receiving yards during that stretch. So I think just looking at the more the more targets he's had, the success he'll have in this game, what he's done as of late, and the pressure Joe Burrow will be under come Sunday, over three and a half catches. Fair play for me. I like this, especially before it goes to four. So taking the over now, as we talked about, some unders you could play later in the week. But this is one of my favorite overs leading into Sunday. Yeah, we are 100% simpatico on this. I think your breakdown hit all of the key points for this particular market. And uh, I was, surprisingly, this is one of the bigger edge projection edges that we have. They're projecting five at a current price of three and a half. That's a huge, huge I love edge. when a computer oh. model agrees with what I'm yeah. thinking, but having this much confidence on my play certainly makes me feel better. 
I love this look, honestly. And and uh, I would even double down and take receiving, as we talked about, receiving right. yards, total yards. There are a lot of ways to attack Joe Mixon props in this one. But I think he has a great day on Sunday. Yeah, it seems like we like all of the Joe Mixon props, both the over receiving yards, 25 and a half, 65 and a half rushing yards. And of course, I've taken the over three and a half receptions. Let's take a look very quickly at our, our recap, our bets for the day. And Mixon, over three and a half receptions, Drew. Lay in the lay in the point. The 76ers versus your Phoenix Suns. Yeah, it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a, a, a sad 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 uh, sad Suns fan tonight uh, watching my uh, watching my team lose by uh, five points. That's okay. It's gonna make some money for tonight. Those are our best bets. Edge of the day. We'll have content throughout the rest of the week, and of course, our shows live from Radio Row in Los Angeles, getting ready for Super Bowl 56, just five days away. Drew, best of luck with your play. I'll tell you on that. We appreciate you guys joining us here on Bet the Edge, powered by Points Bet. Until next time, until tomorrow morning, we'll see you then. Best of luck with all your bets. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. <laughs>